0: You're listening to Heritage Radio Network. HRN is food radio supported by you. Learn more at heritageradionetwork.org.
1: It's the final stretch of 2022 and HRN needs your help. Our goal for the Winter Membership Drive is to raise $30,000. Become an HRN member with a donation of any amount at heritageradionetwork.org donate. Through creative educational reporting, storytelling, and live events, HRN delivers thought-provoking exchanges about the real issues affecting our global food system. Your donation also supports our internship program, an essential part of HRN's work that educates the next generation of journalists. Donate at the $90 level before December 31st, and you'll receive a limited-release HRN t-shirt designed exclusively for HRN members by artist Chema Scandal. When you become an HRN member at any level, you'll be the first to know about special events and get news updates created only for Food Radio insiders. Help us meet our end-of-year fundraising goal with your tax-deductible donation. Go to heritageradionetwork.org slash donate and become a member today.
0: I'm Lou Bang. I am Chava Perivan. And this is Agave Road Trip, the podcast that helps green geeks, bartenders better understand Agave, Agave Spirits, and rural Mexico.
2: And today we're going to talk about one of my favorite animals. Have I told you that I don't necessarily love mammals, Lou? I tend to love. <laughs> yeah, this, like. This, this, this
0: explains your dating habits, Chava. But hey, keep going. Come on, come on. That was, that was
2: <laughs> really strong, low, blow. No, like, I mean, I, I, uh, I really care for whales. But a lot of the other mammals I'm not super into. But bats I love. I mean, I love insects. I love every version of insects that I've ever seen. But bats I love. I don't know why exactly, but I every time I see a bat, I my day gets there
0: you better. you are again with the backhanded compliments. You can't just love bats.
2: You gotta dislike mammals, Chava. <laughs> yeah, but in the in the case of bats, I. I it's it's funny to me because we we just did an well, we just we did an an interview with Kristen Lear.
0: Dr. Yeah. Kristen Lear. And Back Conservation <laughs> International. Serving
2: so the most terrible person with titles. Yes, and it was amazing. It was great because I finally got to speak to someone that really knows about these things. Uh and just uh, and I was able to express my love. Uh but it also is fortunate because I only it's not only that I love these animals, but they're a very relevant area of study in the agave world, right?
0: Yeah, to an extent that it kind of confuses me sometimes. Uh, elaborate. Sure. Like, people talk about, oh, the bats and the bats and the bats when in reference to agave and pollination. And it seems to me that, okay, like I get it, bats can pollinate mm-hmm. the, the agave, but can't all these other things, the
2: hummingbirds and the bees and the flies? Yes. I mean, in, in the sense, uh, I agree in a capacity. Yeah. And actually, I had never thought about this. I mean, considering that most of the mezcal and tequila that we... Well, all of tequila is not pollinated. Sure. Eh? <laughs> sure. <laughs> that's, a, that's the first part. Uh, but a significant amount of the mezcal that we drink in, in the world comes from Oaxaca, right? Yeah. And Oaxaca, there's some desertic areas. Uh, you know, uh, They, I think they might not be characterized as full deserts, but they're dry sure. areas. So maybe there, the bat plays a more significant role in the pollinization mm-hmm. because, you know, you have to have a really, that, the ramble of the bees to be able to make it there. But in the north of Mexico, yeah, you have to have like a strong, intense bee to survive under oh, bee. that bee, I'm sorry, I thought you said beast. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, well, a bee that is a beast, correct? Uh, <laughs> so you're, it, you're
0: so you're saying for the bee to get up
2: that high and to travel that far. Well, and in the middle of the, the, how many other flowers yeah, are like, out Okay, there, yeah, okay, like, yeah, okay, I got gotcha. you. And in the north of Mexico, more important even, and it's uh, and that actually and was the hummingbird of, too. Well, I guess, because, like, the food source... I mean, this is the whole point, right? Is the food source is scarce. Correct. And even uh, part of the interview, actually, she was telling us that in the north of Mexico, the other... the the bats can survive out of many other sources of nectar. So here we actually are talking about two things here, preserving the agaves and preserving the bats, right? So in terms of preservation of, of the agaves, is the pollinators. As you can say, there's other actors in this picture, but it's also saving the bats. If you take out the food source of the bat, you're putting them in danger.
0: Yeah, oh God. No, without question. The interesting piece to... Okay, so... You're saying a bat is stronger than a bee and that's why it can go from one Well, well
2: they travel during the night. Yeah, yeah, there yeah yeah, we yeah, are. yeah yeah yeah. Yeah 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 yeah. He also looks stronger in my, to my eye, but sure. <laughs> sure, sure. Okay. But, but can the bat then
0: I guess the, because the bat is is traveling at night, it's not going to be able to get its food source from from sunflowers too, is what you're saying.
2: No, no, no. I'm saying that they can go through very very hot environments. And not suffer the same way that other gotcha. things that are traveling during okay. okay. the day. Okay.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay. So the two things can oftentimes be um,
2: uh, sort of uh, uh, tied together. No, it's, no, no. Not sort of. There's a uh, relationship there that it's hundreds, maybe thousands of years old. Right, and this is why Symbiosis. we're seeing. Yes.
0: And this is why we're seeing bat populations depleted because now you've got all these agave in a place like Jalisco that's not going to seed and therefore not creating the
2: food source for the bat. Yes, and what Kristin was suggesting is that in the south of Mexico, center of Mexico, there's other things that the bats can eat. But when you get to the north, I mean, we've been to Durango, we've been to Chihuahua. They actually do a lot of work in Durango. There's not a lot of other stuff. Right. So, I mean, all of the country is critical. I mean, sure, you're taking the 7-Elevens and oxes out of the highways of the of the bats, and I mean, you've suffered through highways with no oxes are almost be in your pants. <laughs> Different problem. but uh, but in the north of Mexico, if you don't have food, can you imagine that? Right. so let's let's go to the
0: quote from uh, from Dr. Lear, uh, where she says this and I think a, a more elegant way than we can. I, oh, yes, please. <laughs>
3: Yeah, they, agaves are amazing. They really are the lifeblood of many of these ecosystems. They, so, you know, from the pollinator side, obviously they feed a ton of animals, not just bats, but hummingbirds and moths and other birds. Um, So they're a huge food source. They, they're used as roosting sites or like nesting sites for like the elf owl, for example, they'll make little nests in the dead stalks. Agaves on the landscape, they help stabilize soils. They help prevent erosion so we're working a lot um, in northeast mexico with rural ajitos to incorporate agaves as part of a holistic regenerative agricultural practices uh, where these agaves can help you know retain the soil and help with water filtration on the croplands of these rural ajitos Um, they are they stabilize soils like i said Um, they are used by people for not just liquor but People use the stalks to build fences or build houses. The leaves are used for barbacoa to, you know, to roast the meat. Um, I mean, they're just, there's just so many uses of agaves. Um, They're just amazing plants.
2: Man, I love this so much. Uh, Thanks a lot, Kristen, because the other day I was having a conversation with someone and I think, I I can't remember where it was, but she told me like, okay, okay, you, you guys, like, all this enthusiasm for agave—I understand makes beautiful alcohol, but <laughs> why is this important? Why is this? Which are the ser- she, like she said? Which are the services that agave is providing to an ecosystem? Why does it exist in the first place? Yeah. Why did nature put it in there? And it, I think this is this is a great like synthetic way to express that. You know, and it's funny because I've I've asked myself
0: that same question about the bats. What? Boy, that was a great look, Chava. Where I think bats are really beautiful, interesting creatures. Um, but when people talk about the bat populations being at risk because uh, the agave's is disappearing, my, my, th- 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 sort of the opposite side oh, of that no, coin. No, no. Like in come my on, head, I'm like, come on! No, seriously. Like the thought that was going through my eyes was, well, okay, how important are the bats? And you know, and and and, and this is a this is a Le. question, and this is a question that you know for me was really answered by reading Eating to Extinction. That, oh, yeah. that you know, that I think Dan Saladino's work helped helped. You know, I'm not going to say the thirty thousand foot view, but I'm more like a three thousand foot view now. Uh, in In terms of understanding how all of these things tie together, and the way that that Dr. Lear talks about them is beyond just this species of plant and this species of bat, but all these different animals, plus the local ecosystems and how people how they they access their water and 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 how they, these these different actors all tie together to make. Uh, an environment that's conducive to food. Like that's what gets me excited about it. It's not the agave. It's not the bad. It's all these things. Wow. And Lou Bank
2: understands ecology. <laughs> <laughs> no, no.
0: Don't understand <laughs> well, well, it, like, like but, but, but have an two, appreciation two, yeah, for yeah, yeah. it.
2: Yeah. I mean, that that is the whole point. And that's why making anything species centric you know, for us to become just like agave shall prevail. It's such a silly thing. Right. It's, it's ecosystems shall prevail. And, I mean, I would like to think that the Earth, it's the, the, the biggest unit of the ecosystem. And then <laughs> yeah, right? That, that You'd is, like to that, think so. That, that, that is the but, one but at ec- some point, we'll be looking at the Milky Way. Well, and, that, and that is what's super crazy about these bats. They inhabit a bunch of different ecosystems. They're great travelers. They, go, like, they, they, they travel almost like half a continent, I believe. They're, they're, they're more like you than me. <laughs> Correct, yeah, <laughs> and they enjoy it, so they're definitely more than me than you. But uh, but that's I I think that, that's something extremely marvelous about them. She was also telling us that they are extremely elusive creatures. That it's so hard to track them. It's so hard to really understand their behaviors because they travel these crazy distances. And in order to, and they're too small to put trackers on them. (laughs) Do you remember that part? That they they cannot put the GPSs on them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Though there's a chip in your
0: neck, and I can track you anywhere, and I could put that chip in a bag.
2: Oh, come on. (laughs) I I, I guess uh, maybe uh, it might. Those are too expensive. Only to, only <laughs> used in the military and, and fictional movies, but uh, but yeah, just
0: like, <sighs> but it you know to me the interesting piece of all of this is. You know, when I started SACRED, um, you know, it's an acronym, and it stands for Saving Agave for Culture, Recreation, Education, and Development. And absolutely, for me, back then, and that was like 2008, I think, or 2000, no, it would have been like 2010 or 11 when I started using that that name. Like, without question, for me, the focus was Agave. And it, it it always feels to me now like I should change it to sharing agave instead of saving agave, both because agave doesn't need me to save it, but also because, you know, to your point, it's not about the agave. It's a, like it, it became very quickly about the people. And for me, the the people in rural Mexico... And the the more I look at this, and the more I, I listen to people like Dr. Lear, and I read uh, the work of, of Dan Saladino, the more I'm recognizing that that it is about people, and with, without without the environment,
2: there are no people. Man, if you were to change the name of Sacred, I'll be so grateful. <laughs> i yeah, but so grateful but if it's that's, not that's saving so, if it's sharing that will make so much more sense it'll right? make it so much easier to explain this right yes. it's just the, the cost Please. of changing
0: trademarks is such a pain in the ass oh lord
2: yeah. well i i well at least it's it's recorded at least we all know <laughs> about your intention now yes because it's not about I, I love bats. I want to save bats. I want to love agave. It. We all have different areas of specialties and different capacities, but I think all of us are trying to, to, to connect all these points to make sense of, uh, of the world and make it a more habitable place for all these species, including humans. I, I, boy, you say you think we all are, and I'm not
0: sure that we all are. Like, like again, if you would ask me ten years ago, I, or even like you go beyond that to the, when I was doing the work in child protection, it used to annoy me that people were talking about saving the planet, and all I could think about was what about these kids who need saving? And it, it really, it felt to me like a diversion from the more important conversation. And. Again, it's it's hard because I think the the real conversation is how do you do everything all at once? And
2: uh, I mean, I, I want to get super deep into this, but even our <laughs> this educa- is the only way to do this is to get well, super yeah. Deep. But but it's, it's it's even our it's our education system. It's you know, uh, I had this friend that his he used to say, you know. Oh, not a friend, yeah, acquaintance, thanks. <laughs> we, we've we come to the conclusion, Lou and I, that I don't have was, friends. Was this I a real acquaintance or an imaginary acquaintance? It, it, was, <laughs> uh, it was someone that talked to me back uh, <laughs> with a loud voice. And uh, yeah, Lou, very funny, thanks. Uh, this guy was like, you know, like years ago, it was about becoming very... It specialized in a discipline. So it was disciplinary, then it was multidisciplinary, then it became transdisciplinary, the approach. Yeah. And then he said, like, now nah, I'm just indisciplinary. <laughs> that's, uh, that's what I'm trying to do. So it's, it's, it's definitely one of the biggest challenges uh, to be able to put a lot of experts of different areas and try to bring their, no- their knowledge to one shared table and make something bigger than what they can individually uh, care for. God, and I would say uh, it's really
0: difficult to get, to get anything done without focus. And sometimes focus can be the enemy of working together.
2: I mean, it's, again, I'm not saying it's an easy thing. Uh, there's this philosopher I, uh, I enjoy a lot. Can we get a uh, quote name, from him? Uh, Dana Haraway. I cannot pronounce her name to save my life. Uh, but she, she researches cyborgs and dogs. <laughs> and... <laughs> And that's dogs D O G S, not ducks. Yeah! Wow! Wow! Yeah. Okay. And, uh, and she she has a hilarious YouTube um, conference. Well, hilarious if 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 you if you laugh about this kind of stuff and <laughs> uh, about this uh, transdisciplinary approach and how hard it is to make it happen. So yeah, that's I mean. We need to bring more people that will not have a conversation. The bad people, with the mole people and the agave people, and uh, (laughs) (laughs) I want a party with the mole people. (laughs) Actually, that they tend to be cool. But uh, (laughs) we we, maybe sacred in the end just becomes a party organizer of bringing together people of different disciplines. Uh, hey, if it's a party, I'm there, Chava. There you go. Well served good agave spirits. That's a wrap. <laughs> okay, I'll catch you next
0: episode. Uh, okay.
2: This has been Agave Road Trip, the podcast that helps gringo bartenders learn about agave spirits. Your hosts are Lubank and Chava Periban. Sound engineering by Roy Sierra. Theme song performed by Gabriel Oliveira and Mark Rico. Sign up to become a road tripper and listen to more episodes at agaveroadtrip.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, please let us know. And if you hated it, recommend it to your enemies. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram. Lou is in charge of our social media. So if he happens to sound like an old man, forgive him. He is one. Agave Road Trip is a production of 10 Angry Pitbulls, Inc.
4: Agave Road Trip is powered by Simplecast. Thank you for listening to Heritage Radio Network.